Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Dream De- Dream Design Podcast with Amy Lee. I'm your host, Amy Lee Westerville, and today I have a super awesome guest that I was lucky enough actually to meet on the internets here on Facebook. She's super cool. She has like such a really awesome edge about her, and she's just like such a take charge person. And you should see, you guys, you should see her photography. I'm telling you, like, she has a way of capturing romance and love that I've never, ever seen. And I know a lot of photographers. So if you're out there and you're one of my photographer friends, I still love you. But this girl is absolutely amazing. So I'm going to be right back with Cassandra Russell in just a minute. You're listening to the Design Your Dreams podcast with Amy Lee, the show that challenges you to stop chasing your dreams and start designing them. Each week, I invite powerhouse creators who have built their dream businesses to come and share their words of wisdom and stories of courage. It is my hope that through the journeys of these incredible dream builders, you too will be inspired to design and build a life and business beyond your wildest dreams. Welcome back. If you're joining us live, go ahead and say hashtag live. If you're catching the replay, you can say hashtag replay. We are so excited to be here on the Dream Design Podcast. For those of you who don't know what this is all about, the Dream Design Podcast is all about showcasing dream builders like Miss Cassandra who are out there creating their dream businesses. Okay, they're not settling for the status quo. And let me tell you, this gal right here does not in any way settle for the status quo. So welcome my incredible guest, Cassandra Russell. Hey, Cassandra. Good to see you. Good to see you too. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so let's get right into it, right? Like, so how did you go from what, well, first of all, like, tell us a little bit about your story, like where you started and how you now have this incredible photography studio and even this new pet project that you just started. Yeah, it's a really exciting time right now. I'm actually, I'm in the studio. This is the only room, this is the only backdrop that you would be able to see that doesn't look like a construction. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's really exciting. But to go back where I started from, I always get into this like identity crisis blur because I don't really recognize the person before. It took, it took a long time to get here. Um, I didn't exactly come from a place that was, conducive to like free thinking and I remember when I was a kid I'd have these ideas on how to make money and if they would be shot down they're like no they were very I was I come from a very blue collar um you know you go to school go to work retire then you live your like basically work to retire (laughs) that's that's how I was raised and as I you know flew off left the nest I just I learned that that's not the case and that just planted seeds for more and more and like self-development. I'm huge on self-development and all that. And um, yeah, it just snowballed into becoming an entrepreneur. So um, I started with photography, not knowing that it was going to be a career at all. I just wanted something to make money where it would be fun and it wouldn't take me away from being a mom. Uh and that was worth my time financially, which initially when I started out, it was not, I think I did like $40 shoots. My photography friends would hate me to hear that, but I didn't know what I was doing. I got my camera and I picked it up and 
it wasn't a point and shoot and I didn't even know how to use it. So I literally started from just knowing nothing. And I just started educating myself and just shooting and shooting and shooting and getting people to just shoot with me and practice. And 10 years later at this point, I'm doing over 70, I'm doing 72 weddings this year because of last year. It's madness. Um, between all the shoots, I do lifestyle shoots. I just did a shoot for um, somebody I went to high school with that's a YouTube influencer now. I'm super proud of her. Um, just got together with her, but always, every single day, just constantly busy, constantly thinking of how I can do better, what I can do. Um, I'm opening this studio. It's called Nomad Studios, and I'm super excited because it's going to help other photographers that don't necessarily have a place to do their job and I live in New England so in the winter time we all come inside we're cold but some some photographers don't really have a studio to work with so now they can come here and um, just rent a half a day or a full day and just play and have this be home for whenever they want and um, just adding I've, today I woke up at five o'clock in the morning and added another idea onto my business and <laughs> called my assistant. I waited until past seven. She was, she was going to kill me, but um, I called her and gave her my idea and pitched it to a couple other people. And that's what happens. I just like wake up thinking about stuff to do. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and you know, it's funny because people don't realize like when you're in the zone and when you're truly doing what you're passionate about, your intuition and your guidance yeah. is right there to be like, yes, let's do this. Here's another mm -hmm. idea. Here's another idea. And here's how to make that idea work. Right. Like, so there's definitely this synergy of like your inner genius and like your outer human that come together to create that incredible like partnership. And so yeah. Yeah, like, I have the same thing, right? Like I'll wake up and be like, oh my gosh, this would be a great idea. Or especially in the shower, it'll be like, you know what? You need to go make a post about this. So it's really, you know, and it's funny, people don't realize how much like help you get when you start to get on the right track. You know, yeah. so, like there's work that the universe wants you to do. God, source, higher power, the universe, whatever wants you to do to get, you know, to, to get to that next level of wholeness for the planet. And what yeah. it wants you to do is going to feel so good in your body. It's going to be like, oh, I can do this all day. I could get up at 6 a.m. or 5 a.m. And so that's what it is for you. And so what you create, and I'm telling you, you guys, if you haven't checked out her stuff, I bet a lot of you are out there stalking her right now. But if you haven't checked out her stuff, the way that she, I'm going to use a word that doesn't exist, poeticizes the story behind the couples that I know. You can have that word. Here you go. It's right for you. Poeticizes. <laughs> the, the, the story of the couples that she, you know, tell, like tells their story. It's like breathtaking. Like, I can't mm -hmm. even explain. I, I just, I don't know. I, I'm like, I'm a hopeless romantic anyway. I'm a Scorpio, right? I'm a very passionate, very fiery, very erotic human. Um, but she just takes it to another level. Like, I just feel like just so overcome. And so recently you got to do a shoot which was like all this like post-apocalyptic boss babe thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was like in awe. I, you guys, she'll, she'll need to share the pic. Maybe you could share a picture of it um, in our group later, you know? In yeah, group. I would love to. That would be amazing. Um, Because I want to talk about this because you and I are on the same page when it comes to this. You know, mm -hmm. there's this very real movement to create equilibrium and like, you know, sameness between men and women mm -hmm. and men and women are not the same. 
right? Mm -hmm. Like women have such different qualities and, and, and the way that society tries to get them to compete with each other, obviously it's very detrimental to women and to men, right? It creates this chasm between people that should be on the same team, but also it creates this false sense of competition that kind of keeps everybody off of their footing. So when mm -hmm. I saw your photo shoot where you had the women and they were badasses, but they were feminine badasses. They were, they were, they were embodying their, their feminine qualities that make them powerful. And so I would love to hear what was the vision behind that shoot, the whole idea of it? Like, I just want to know. The vision. So originally it just, it just started out. Um, Granite State Iron Calvary is a local organization that just kind of, I'm a veteran myself. I was in the army and I found these guys on a whim um, literally just looking for something special for my son for his birthday party. And I had seen parades and things like that, that they have done. And of course, like myself and my son, we're both so extra, like this kid, the birthday parties he has, it's, it's stupid. Um, so, and they always start out small. So I was like, wouldn't that be cool if I could just get one truck, like a touch a truck event at Lane's birthday party. Well, it ended up being, I think, like six military trucks in my yard. <laughs> they were so amazing. And I was just so grateful. And they didn't, they didn't want anything for it. They just, they just do this to put smiles on kids' faces. So me just not really like wanting to accept anything for free. I'm like, what can I do for these guys? You know? And um, we just got to talking and it just came to, they just want to raise money for veterans and so don't I and sex sells. And <laughs> I was just like, why don't we get a bunch of hot women and put them on the truck? And, uh, you know, my boyfriend has a pretty impressive gun collection and the other guys do. We'll just Put these sexy women, you know, with the trucks, put some guns in their hands and they'll have fun. We'll have fun and we'll raise money. And it just started off as easy. It always comes off as like this little seed that's planted and then it turns into something huge. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's what it's turned into. And this year, has uh, we have many more photos that you'll see that are coming. I yeah, they're and pretty even cool. Even the way that the music went with it when they were like walking and it kind of yeah. reminded me of like, and I have to say the production quality was actually better than like, but it reminded me of like the Kat Von D, her new album and all the yeah. videos of her new songs, like how they're like walking in the desert and stuff. But I was like, no, this is it. Cassandra's is way better. So oh, sorry, Kat Von so D. Cool. The like, girls will be so excited to hear that too. And you know, when, you so see her yeah, when you go see her stuff, when you go see her video, you'll be like, Ours is way better. Um, and I noticed that you guys, the one that you did was to benefit the Marine Corps League. And it's funny, my father-in-law was, a, he's a retired, hold on, I'm going to mess this up, retired lieutenant colonel. And his job, he he is the, the president of the Marine Corps League or something Marine Corps League. Sorry, Pop, I don't know what it's called. Yeah. But he wears like the red jacket and like goes to all the events all over the country. And oh, he's like the local something or other. And um, and thank you for your service, by the way. My husband um, is an Army Ranger. So oh, um, very cool. Yeah, thank you. Very, very much um, a very patriotic family here. So that's so cool. Oh, and I and I love that. I can't wait for you to share those pictures. You guys, if you want to see the pictures of Cassandra's um, uh, photo shoot, 
drop it in the comments and um, we'll make sure that you get to see those. Um, but yeah, it was, it was pretty amazing. I was, I was feeling a little verklempt there. I was like, oh, this is so good because I do, I think it's really important that we, I mean, like, so in my family, I'm definitely the breadwinner and my husband's the bread maker, I call it, right? Like he's, <laughs> but he's also, you know, he's a former army ranger. He used to jump out of airplanes and tackle, you know, terrorists and all that stuff. And obviously yeah. he doesn't do that anymore. Um, but that, you know, he has that capability, but in our house, I'm the one who does the work and that doesn't mm -hmm. make me any less of a woman. It doesn't mean that, you know, I see so many women that are like, oh, I'm making more money than my husband. And it, it's such like a thing. And I'm like, it's not a thing. Like we're, we're supposed to be partners. We're supposed to be a team. So yeah. Yeah. It's just interesting to me. So I love that. Oh, Amanda had something to say. Amanda says, yes. Thank you for your service. My husband is a Marine. So much love and respect mm -hmm. for you guys by far for, you know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it was funny because obviously doing something like that is a little risque. Mm -hmm. um, you know, not everybody's going to love it. And we know that. And so, like, we lost some of the models because they would get more information and they just didn't want any part of it. But I don't give a shit. Like, if I want to do something and it's, it's not hurting anyone, some people might think like promoting and, and glamorizing weapons and stuff like that is, but it's not. And so the group that we got together are also very patriotic and we have so much fun. It's, it's a really fun day. So I just wait, can't wait till next year. <laughs> yeah, I know. Me neither. And maybe, maybe I'll fly home and I'll come be in it. With you. That would be cool. <laughs> be super fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, but you bring up a good point. You said, you know, number one, we're patriotic. And number two, we don't care. And I love that you say that because I think we're coming into a time in history when we really have to stand for something, right? Like we have to stand for what we believe in. And there are many people that are like threatening people that like, if you stand for something, you know, we're going to cancel you and all these things. Yeah. But I believe that we are very much involved in our very own revolution right now, right? Like I, I think, think so. the Daughters of Liberty and the way that they necessarily, you know, had to like convene at like bars and things like that. And, you know, back in the day, but like, we're doing that now on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's getting harder. Um, I'm starting to keep a little more quiet because all of a sudden I can't tag my business page and stuff like that. I'm sure you, I'm sure you've heard all about, we've, kind of touched briefly on that the other day when I was super frustrated. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's something's happening, but I think that you there's, can check, you can check in from your business page as you, yeah. and it'll show up on your profile that way. So mm -hmm. that's a good workaround. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to find a way just things like that to work around. But mm -hmm. I think that we are coming into a time where we're, where um, we're all going to find each other. Right. There are people like you and I that, aren't going to stay quiet. And when it comes to anything, even I got a lot of heat years ago before any of this started, when I started digging into the quality of our food mm -hmm. and like what's happening with that. And people got angry with me mm -hmm. because it was just different. And it was almost like offensive to them that I was giving this information that I thought yeah, I was doing absolutely. a good service by giving out this information, but People were, a lot of people got mad. So. But you gotta remember too, like the, the, the great thing about standing for something is you're gonna repel the wrong people. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, like there are definitely. so many people and that's why, you know, I created the group that I created, which was, um, um, love, light and Liberty, right? Like, cause it's all about patronizing people who want to patronize people who believe the same ideals that they do. And so that's like a really powerful thing. Um, yeah. And there are going to be people that are like, ew, this is what she believes. I don't want to work with her. Like there right. are 25 people that are like, that's what she believes. Then I need to give her my money. Yeah. You know? And and unfortunately, we're at an impasse now where we're kind of dealing with that. But it's for a cause. It's for a reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like standing for something. And I think that that, you know, the history books are going to remember that a lot more than, oh, they went along with, you know, they were... They, they were so afraid to be canceled. They didn't ever say anything. Right. Yeah. I'm noticing there's a lot of other business owners coming out of the woodwork. Um, I was actually, I was supposed to meet with somebody today. I had to reschedule. Um, he does custom, custom men's suits. And he reached out to me and just super like-minded. So we're going to collaborate together. And it's just a great connection. And my clients are amazing. They're usually pretty like-minded. So we have a blast working together. And um, yeah, there's a lot of things changing. You. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I love yeah. that. So getting back into the fun part, right? Because we, <laughs> we can talk about the controversial stuff all the time. <laughs> but getting back into the fun part. So tell me, okay, so I know I've, I've had lots of photo shoots and stuff, some great photographers, some not so great photographers, but I know that there's a lot of like going above and beyond that happens as a photographer. You know, you kind of have to do certain things to get the shot. So I want to know, like, what is a really good story you can tell us about something you had to do that was so crazy to be able <laughs> to get a certain shot? Can you think of a time like that? Oh my gosh. I mean, I've laid in the middle of roads while my assistant was like stopping traffic. That was, a, that was two weeks ago. Actually, like that's kind of a common thing. Um, I've definitely, I photographed rodeo riders where I was half in and half out of the pen, which is pretty crazy because they got pretty close and I could have got my leg turn, torn off, but you should see the photo that I got. It's amazing. Um, I, I think with people it's really important to get to have them feel great and have that energy shift especially with like boudoir and wedding wedding even just as much as boudoir because there's so much pressure for their wedding day to be everything perfect um and i've definitely and not even that i really have to try i think it's pretty easy but in making somebody feel beautiful in front of the camera, there's a change and there's a shift that happens. They go from being a little nervous and unsure and you can see the energy shift like in the photo when they start to feel more comfortable. And I think that's more of, um, you know, getting that amazing, amazing shot. It's all about emotion and feeling. And I'm very warm and fuzzy too. So, um, more so than getting in crazy positions or like putting my legs at risk to get a shot. It's, it's like connecting with people. And I've, I've learned that over the years. And that's probably one of the coolest things that I see is when that, when the whole face softens and they just look so beautiful all of a sudden, cause they relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. Relaxing has always been something that I struggle with, like, especially in photo shoots, you'll always see like, I'm just like so super like tense because I just don't yeah. want to right? like, it's just not my way. 
Um, so that's really interesting that that you are able to do that. So who knows? Maybe I'll have to fly you down to Savannah to do my photo shoot. I, I would love it. I actually, I have a wedding out that way next year. So oh, who knows? Wow. That's, yeah. And that's when you know somebody's really good, guys, when they fly you all around the country <laughs> to come and do things. So I have a question for you. Um, and I, I really want to hear your thoughts on this. So we have lots of entrepreneurs that are watching and we have lots of people that have mindset blocks and lots of people who have money blocks, right? And so as a photographer, I remember I used to do DJing when I was growing up. My dad was a DJ, oh, he did lots of weddings and stuff. And yeah. I remember somebody said, you know, you should never be cheaper than the cheese platter, right? Like your services should never be cheaper than the cheese platter. And yeah. so what are your thoughts on, how do I word this? So Obviously, there are people out there that don't know what they're talking about that would be like, oh, all you do is press a button on a, on a camera. Why is this so expensive? Can you speak to really standing behind your brand value, more so for the audience, standing behind your brand value and really owning all of the expertise, all of what you bring to the table and not feeling like, oh, that's too expensive. Like, how do you embody the value of your brand in a way that is independent of what somebody feels like you're worth? So there's so much that goes into it. And some people don't see it, but when they don't see it, I always just kind of rule it out as that's just not my client. Yeah. Um, there's things that I do every single day as far as education. I'm, I'm like cleaning my gear, making sure my gear is safe, you know. Um, but education is the biggest thing. And then experience. Yeah. There's you can you can take an amazing portrait photographer and put them in a wedding situation, but they might not know how the wedding day flows. And that's a really important part of your job as a wedding photographer is to help things stay on track. That it's huge. If there's not a wedding coordinator, you are the wedding coordinator. So yeah. it's also connecting with other vendors, knowing your stuff. I, I have connections with a lot of vendors with another project that I do for a local magazine. So sometimes even when, when my clients have questions about, you know, florist or caterer, I have those resources with, and I think that that's a huge perk to, you know, just being with me too is I have that experience and I have the resources and I'm just always staying up to date. Yeah. It, it, I guess some people can see that it's clicking a button, but there's a lot of buttons on those cameras and there's a lot of things that you can do. And there's tough light. A lot of times in weddings, you're going to be working with harsh light, full sun, and that's hard. If you don't know what you're doing, those photos are going to look like they were taken with a cell phone, even with a $5,000 camera. So um, there's there's just years of education and experience that go into it that get your price point to a certain level. And every time I raise there's my prices. There's artistry too, right? There's artistry what? there. There's literally like you are yeah. hiring an artist. Somebody yeah. sees things from their vantage point. Right. Yeah. And they, they need to trust me too. They need to have a lot of trust in me because sometimes the things that I do from where their, their perspective is, it doesn't make any sense. Like me climbing into a bush with a prism in my hand, like all crouched over. It doesn't make any sense to them. And I, I just have to be like, trust me. It's amazing. <laughs> you know, um, or like having them stand hundreds of feet away and getting a silhouette shot. It just doesn't make sense in the time, but my clients put that trust in me. And invest in me because of that, which is amazing because I get to do so much fun stuff and <laughs> different things. But uh, 
Yeah, there's just I every time I raise my prices, I kind of get into that like imposter syndrome mm-hmm, mm-hmm. phase. Me too. And, Me too, totally. Yeah. And then it's like, but what what is the transformation? Like what what is it worth for someone to see herself as a princess, as a queen, and mm-hmm. see in 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 visual the love that her now husband has for her? You know, like what is yeah. that worth to someone? I would argue that it's priceless. Mm-hmm. Love for them you know, it's, it's not priceless. It has a cost. And yeah. just to be able to see that, I mean, is oh, I, I could talk about wedding photography all day. Cause it's just, I used to be um, a wedding coordinator in Boston on the Odyssey, you know, the um, Odyssey. Yeah. 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 And, um, and so I worked with a lot of photographers on there yeah. and also in the pavilion there and running back and forth and, and some of them were amazing and some of the pictures they took were unreal. And then some of them were like, you could just tell that it was somebody's uncle's nephew that, oh, you know, <laughs> you know, does like you said, Olin Mills or something that like, yeah. hit, you know, um, but yeah, it, it's, it's such an amazing craft that you do. And, and like I said, I really wanted you to speak to the idea of just anybody, right? Like you yeah, stand anybody. behind what you provide. Yeah. Yeah. And that's with any field for mm-hmm. sure. And it really like, like I get a lot of feedback where people are, are just like, how do you do what you do? Like you never stop. And I think you said it earlier when you find something that you love, it's just, it just comes. Yes. I get tired sometimes. And there's some days where I have to take some extra vitamins and things like that. Cause I'm just running myself ragged. But for the most part, when, when I'm relaxing, I'm usually still thinking about what I can do to be better, more creative, or, you know, when I'm out shopping, I might see something sparkly and be like, wow, I have to really use this for a photo. And it's just, I love it. And I love my client. I genuinely love my clients too. So yeah. You have to get really to- close with people to do their wedding photography. Oh you my gosh. Some of their- my best friends were, were clients years ago. Like we, I just, uh, I have like, I, I shouldn't call her a new friend because it's been about a year and a half, but we were just talking a bride of mine and she, she considers me a friend and it's, it's so sweet. It's really, it's really special. And I get to keep them. I don't particularly advertise for other like maternity and other milestones, mm-hmm. but these couples always come and I can kind of follow their journey. You yeah. Know, to, um, I'll do their wedding and then um, maternity baby family photos. And I just follow them through and it's, it's a job, but let me tell you, like I'm tearing up while I edit those photos because I'm just so happy for them. And it's really, it's, it's emotional. It's business, but it's emotional. Yeah, that's so powerful. So on a funnier note, um, I know that with the advent of, you were saying like iPhones and cell phones and all those things, you probably have a lot of amateur photographers like that are trying to take pictures in the aisles at weddings and stuff like that. And so like, what do you do? Like, how do you, how do you as the photographer, like kind of get in the way and be like, you need to not have your iPad in my shot or whatever. Like, have you had to deal with that? I, every, every weekend. Yeah. Um, oh, I try, I try to be, cause people don't realize that they're doing anything wrong. Most of them. Sometimes you run into somebody that has their DSLR camera and they're just like shooting over your shoulder. And then I have to be pretty stern. But when Aunt Kathy's trying to get the the first kiss and standing out in the aisle, I'll just get really close and just be like, I'm sorry. And and sometimes they get offended. Um, It doesn't really matter because 
somebody else is going to be offended if I don't get that kiss shot. So that's really, I really don't, in that extent, I don't really think about feelings too much because I know that there was a, there was a shot the other day, they were doing a sparkler entrance and somebody jumped out right in front of me and I made them, I made everybody do it again. And then the bride knew why. And it's, I mean, that's, that's a huge, she really wanted that. So yeah. Yeah, and I saw I saw one of the edits from that, and I was just like, "Oh my goodness, this is so good!" They're so nice, those sparkler shots. But yeah, somebody and he, of course, he a hundred percent, he did not mean to get in front of the photographer. It's just it's exciting, yeah. And people get caught up in the moment, just like yeah. I'm in the moment, and yeah. so you do deal with that a lot. Um, as a photographer, like myself, I would never, ever, ever bring my camera to a wedding where another photographer, or even if there wasn't a photographer, they would never do it. So usually you can tell, um, you know, that if somebody's bringing a camera and getting in the way, then they don't really know the industry and you just have to be as nice as possible. And yeah, sometimes, it's just sometimes they don't like it, but it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't matter. And they I'm, getting paid a lot of money to get those shots and it doesn't matter if um you know a cousin's annoyed because they can't post their photos shooting over my shoulder on Facebook so yeah yeah that's it's just something we deal with I just had to ask that because I always wondered I always wondered what do photographers do like they must just like have like parties where they just talk about and then there was this guy oh yeah yeah definitely I do have it in my contract that I have to be the only professional photographer there some people go as far as putting it in their contract where nobody else is allowed to have a camera I'm not gonna do that yeah that would be everybody that would be hard to enforce too yeah and then people will get grumpy and it's it's a celebration like everybody should be having fun right it's like a fine line between like okay everybody have fun let's do a candid you know the the polaroids on the table or not polaroids what are they called disposable fun yeah the polaroids are so fun and the disposable cameras but usually they end up with some dirty photos from you know like there's i've seen it all that they're going in the bathroom and doing stuff with the cameras and that's what you get Oh goodness! Maybe 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 save those for the dry weddings, right? Yeah, right. I know. It's funny. Yeah, exactly. Oh I could talk to you all day. This has been absolutely amazing. Um, so you guys, if you want to follow her, um, do you have Instagram, right? Yeah, I sure do. It's the Granite Stag. Okay, Granite Stag on Instagram. We'll add that to the comments in a couple yeah. minutes. Um, you guys definitely follow along. She's going to post one of those pictures in my group. So you guys can see <laughs> they are absolutely breathtaking. She is such a matter master artist when it comes to capturing the moment and really invoking um, values and imagery and just all of those yummy feelings that we all want to feel. Because at the end of the day, guys, it's all about the feeling, right? Like it's about the feeling when you can cultivate the feeling everything else just falls into place. And this girl, this girl knows what she's doing. So that being said, Cassandra, thank you so much for being here. It has been a blast having you. Thank you. Same. I'm glad we can. And it was, it was kind of serendipitous how we connected too. I know it super was, it super was, we were like (laughs) moths to a flame, but again, that's what happens when you have shared values, right? You just go from the same area and everything. I know. I know you have an awesome day. You too. Well, that'll do it, you guys, for today's episode. But tune in next week when we have another great guest. Until then, may you be happy, may you be healthy, may you be safe, and may you be at peace. Namaste.